Oh, they could okay. use it as like a helicopter blade and kind of like they don't fly necessarily, but like they kind of like glide and it slows right, them down. And, they fall it, with style. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's story. That's yeah, it was it was kind of silly. Welcome to the What's Already podcast where we fashion ourselves television judge and jury. My name is JJ Carter. I'm here with my co-host Mattson Heiner. Better red than dead. Alec Burgess. Let's get it. And our returning co-host, Dalton W. Bieber. Welcome back, my friend. It'll get better before it gets worse. <laughs> it's, <laughs> so it's so good. I feel like it's so appropriate for this particular episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> before we get started, uh, we appreciate you tuning in. It is live. Spoilers be be coming so be careful uh we do have that in the post so just understand we're talking spoilers today for obi-wan kenobi season one episode five um throw your comments as you come in and start listening we'd love to hear from you and uh visit our website that's scrolling down below go check us out at what's up technology um, it's so fun all right, boys, so let's talk about Obi-Wan episode five. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Mattson. I like to go last on this particular show. So I, go ahead, I just buddy. have to say, I don't know if JJ is going to like anything that was presented. I'm, I'm a little worried about that. But I have to say, for those that have been listening, I have been annoyed and griping that I didn't get a flashback. <laughs> Give me a mother effing flashback of Hayden Christensen as a.k.a. Anakin, a.k.a. the chosen one, a.k.a. balancing the force. It was so good to see that. I just loved that finally, finally, they used him on screen for more than like three seconds. And I got to be honest, I did enjoy seeing Anakin back on screen as the Anakin I remember from episode three. Uh, I don't know how I feel about the rest of it, but please and thank you for delivering that because, man, it tickled my nostalgia bone. <laughs> yeah, it was about time. It was about time. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a second. Alec, what are your thoughts? I hate going next. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was my favorite episode so far and the one I had the most problems with. Um, <laughs> and we'll get that in deep dive. I still liked it, but I feel like we're getting like kind of thrown together stories from Disney where they're putting it on the uh, kind of belt and just punting them all out as quickly as they can. Um, and they're not really focusing on what content is already there and just kind of telling their own story, which would work if they went into an era that didn't already have a bunch of content in it. But now they're having to almost retcon their retcons um, <laughs> within a few minutes of each other. Um, so I was like, mm. like, uh, I still like it, but I was, I had some problems with this one and we'll get into it. Yeah. All right, Dalton, what are your initial thoughts of episode five? Uh, I, I like the one. Um, obviously I wasn't here for you guys with you guys on the previous episodes, but I think this things are coming together. Like Alex said, there might be a little bit too much or like some retconning about to happen, but, other than that, I enjoyed the episode, and I enjoyed seeing Hayden Christensen back, like mm. in Hayden Christ or Anakin form, rather than burnt Vader form. So, <laughs> always good to see. <laughs> Very Absolutely, 
My man, um, Hayden Christensen. I'm fanning out right now. Good to see you on screen, my friend. Yeah, I was I was pretty geeked myself when they finally I was like, damn. And, it, you know, it led to me having some issues, but I'll wait for those, too. But here's look, I, I loved this episode. I had a great time with this episode. I thought there was some really, really awesome things through this episode with Vader, with some reveals with third sister that. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute, too. But I, there's just so much that happened. And yes, there are some weird just weird things, little things to me, but w- very weird that I was like, well, what? Hold on. And then got back to, to normal. But uh, for the most part, very happy with the episode. Just love. I had some really cool realizations. As, uh, anyway, so let's dive in before we get too far. I'm just going to sit here and summarize. But let's talk about why I loved not only for the the nostalgia of it all, having Hayden Christensen back on screen doing this lightsaber duel, but really what it showed in so many ways. And I loved the way that they used it as kind of this back and forth between Vader and Obi-Wan, where they're both kind of waiting and in they're having a different kind of battle, but it's, it's mimicking the battle, right? There's ups and downs. There's somebody's got the advantage. Someone's down a, a second in the advantage and just showing how Vader is not yet the Vader that we know from the original trilogy. He's not patient still. He's still that young, childlike mind Vader in a lot of ways. He's gotten a little better, like I talked about in after episode three or two, where two or three, I don't remember which one, where he gets a hold of Obi-Wan and pulls him into the fire, and then he just lets him go, and he's kind of patient. That's a but that's a few and far between his impatience shows. And you're like, this is old Vader. Well, right yeah. Here. When he ripped out the dude, I mean, let's just dude. talk about the scene of scenes. <laughs> it took me back to rogue at the end when I'm like, Vader, you could just like get the little disc and be done with it. But you got to go all badass, man. That ship had no chance just holding dude. it. And then I thought it was just going to drop. And then he's going to like suck off the door. No, he went like full rage mode and just ripped <laughs> off all the metal. You know, you're like, Oh, everyone's dead in there. He's going to slaughter them all. And then, man, they tricked him. They did Vader dirty. Yeah. No, I loved it. Very reminiscent, too, of like the – the what is it? The There was a video game with uh, where he pulls down a whole Imperial Star Cruiser. Like he did the – yeah, he just pulls this whole thing down. So I loved it. Everybody's doing it now. Ahsoka did it in Clone Wars. Ray yeah. did it in Episode Nine. It's the cool thing to do. Yeah, Vader's like the only one that could basically. So, but the instant, like, I think it was the instant, like, as soon as that ship took off, he just like, and it like stops (laughs) dead, and he doesn't look like he's struggling hardly at all until the very end of it. Like, and everybody else that's done it like has a hard time with it, but he just, not you're you're done, stay here. (laughs) So yes, very cool moment. But I just, yeah, I like the way that they portrayed. Vader still after 10 years is a giant rage monster that hasn't let go of all of his impatience and need to win in the moment as opposed to playing the long game like we see later on in, yeah, in I mean, the, 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 the movies. It's just like Alec 10 years ago was probably the same childish individual he is now. Like, we don't lose those. No, things. I was way better. I was way more mature <laughs> 10 years ago. I only get worse with age. Crazy. That's great. 
because I was around Javier 10 years ago. Oh, well, that'll Javier do it. That, so I was the it. mature one as soon as I left Javier. Then. Yeah. So what are all these things that people have problems with, these small little things? Because I know Star Wars, like, I don't know everything. I don't know the lore. Like, I... I probably could guess at some of the areas, but man, I think the whole Hayden Christensen thing just kind of took me for a loop and I was able to see everything through rose colored glasses. Sounds like me. Alec, drop drop some bombs on us, buddy. I'm I'm ready to hear your Okey issues. Okie dokie. So the biggest <laughs> issue I had was third sister and her story, where she just okay. played dead. Um, because Anakin as Vader is going to the Jedi Temple and he kills everybody. Kills them all, but she got away by playing dead. I was like, there, there's no way you are just going to fall down. And Anakin's like, oh, you know what? I think I got her already. Um, <laughs> like, it's not going to happen. And then they, like, did away with that by saying, oh, yeah, Vader, you know, a few minutes later, Vader's like, oh, I, I knew all along. Like, do you really think I didn't know who you were? And it's like, dude. Um, and so I was like. I could have fixed this story in 30 seconds instead of her trying to be a little bit of a hero as a youngling and fighting off Vader, turn tail and get the heck out of Dodge and sacrifice your youngling friends. I would have believed that way more contributed to her dark side. Uh, but I had a whole problem with that. Hmm. I, don't, I don't get how, I mean, you know, and it's just thrown in there to be like, Oh, you know, we need a character. Let's say the young lean survived order 66 and they did so by hiding them on dead bodies. And then how long did she really stay there? Because Yoda and Obi-Wan showed up really quick after order 66 because the bodies were still there. Um, and somehow you're telling me a 10 year old or nine year old. I don't know how she is in order 66 gets, you know, fools Vader then pops up after laying with a bunch of dead bodies and walks out with the 501st still patrolling the temple. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not buying it. Not buying it at all. Fair enough. That was my biggest problem. I had a harder time believing that she'd survive the lightsaber to the gut than I did her playing dead. Like I, for me, like and it, it, Vader was in such a rush at that point. Like he was just kill everyone, and there's bigger fish to fry than younglings. At that point, it looked like he was in the middle of just coming into the temple. So he knows, you know, he's going to end up fighting full-fledged Jedi. Um, who knows who else he might run into? So for me, it's not unbelievable that he cuts a, a bunch of younglings down, stabs one, and walks away, and isn't really concerned whether she lives or dies. Um, but my problem was, is this is a tiny human that just got stuck with a very deadly weapon and. Uh, and she survived now again we've seen worse we've seen people chopped in half and their hatred kept them alive and there's it's obviously it, that there's a level of hatred cauterize so. wombs though so you get stabbed wombs? with it and it they cauterize wombs well if you get stabbed in the womb it'll cauterize <laughs> that wound sorry in the womb. <laughs> when you get stabbed it's already it's cinching up all the blood so theoretically like i don't know maybe we're good maybe just sure. went through part of her her small intestine and i don't know how she's gonna go to the bathroom but she's still there <laughs> yeah well sure but i can overlook that my problem is i gotta go into jj rewrite mode okay so here comes my rewrites my problem is is we tried to do two different twisty reveals at once right that 
cost this show in the first few episodes because I didn't like third sister at the beginning because I was confused as to what, where all her hostility came from towards Obi-Wan specifically, other than me having to spread conjecture that she was working closely with Vader, which kind of, I like the twist that we got that she didn't give a shit or a crap, sorry about Obi-Wan, but she cared about, vader and that's what the end goal was so instead of just having this opening scene of these kids running through the temple during order 66 and making us assume that one of them is reva make it obvious right have that opening and then have the opening that we saw in the flashback in this episode of anakin standing over her after stabbing her have that be how that scene ends Right. So you see that flashback. It looks like and then have it immediately cut to Reva where we're like, oh, that's that little girl. But you don't see him stab her. Right. All you see is the the saber light in his face. See her face. She's scared, whatever. And then it cuts and we go into the show proper. The next time we see Reva, we go, oh, he spared her and recruited her. And he's been running her since she was a youngling. Now I understand why she's pissed at Obi-Wan and so passionate about getting to Obi-Wan and all of my posturing in my theorizing is going to get waylaid probably because I'm going to go, she's just working with Vader. So at best she's going to get a redemption story. Like a lot of those that turn to the dark side get to, I'm not going to start to see, I'm not going to wonder like we did in our first recording. How does she know that Vader Anakin is Vader? That question is answered. Even though I did answer that question in our first episode. (laughs) But that question is answered. So at that point now, when she drops this bomb of, I'm not here for you. I'm pissed because I had to watch all of my friends die. And then it gets this added level of, I've also had to be practically raised by this man. And all of the things that come with being uh, one of, you know, a third sister and part of the, the Inquisitors, it's like, there's an extra layer of depth. And now I'm not wondering why she's so angry. And I'm not wondering why she hates the, the grand inquisitor, because as as probably what would have seemed like to us, Vader's pupil from the very beginning, why wouldn't she be grand inquisitor? Right? So there's this whole nother level that I think would have added depth to the show and left us not going. I really don't like her as a character, I would have been like, oh, this is interesting. It's almost like Vader's apprentice, almost like, you know, this is cool stuff, right? So now I'm even more intrigued. So there's my rewrites. That's how I would have done her character. And I think that reveal at the end of this episode would have been even more impactful than it was just going, oh, so you just hate everyone because you were there and got lucky to survive. So that's my thoughts. That's all you didn't like? Well, I also didn't like Third Sister again. She had one good oh. episode for me, but <laughs> I just I, so she she's got a lightsaber. We know how lightsabers open doors that you barricade. And yeah. they spent I don't know how long shooting this thing with a gun. Just just for that reveal to happen. And then like she was really hollering those commands right over the music. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then I felt really Shakespearean with into the breach. Yeah. yeah like what, what happened to the classic kill them all? Yeah. 
I just would have rather have been silent. Like, I, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with back. you. Oh, I had a couple I chuckles at that. Can we can we talk about that lightsaber? Tell me more about that cool lightsaber that the Inquisitors have and why uh, it's so cool. First introduced in Rebels, um, and it's I've honestly. It. I mean, I've seen it before, but it was just cool. Sure. Like it's. I mean, to be able to hold it and then just do. I'm like, why didn't Darth Maul have that? Well, uh, there's there's some theories on some of this. So the other the other thing they can do is fly with it, which got a little hokey during what? Rebels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they okay. could use it as like a helicopter blade and kind of like they don't fly necessarily, but like they kind of like glide and it slows right, them down. And, they fall it, with style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's a story. <laughs> story. That's yeah. It was it was kind of silly, uh, but I mean it worked for a cartoon when aimed towards kids. But um, I will say, I have always felt like they have those blades, those lightsabers because they're inferior. They were never trained to be as good as a mall or as good as the, the Jedi. So they have that because it technically gives them an advantage with the weird spinning blade and the fact that you don't know necessarily that it is a dual bladed lightsaber. So, because it's kind of a small handle for a double blade, but it's to me, that's always what it was is they were never fully trained to be, that good so that's why they have those okay it was dang cool to see vader dual wielding dude lightsabers like he was anakin skywalker in episode two getting his butt handed to him by boo boo count dooku yeah i did like uh i did like the fact that most of the duel with third sister, he didn't even bother to take his lightsaber yeah, out. It's it's just funny to see Vader do that because he's so like he looks so robotic. I'm like, can he move fast? But I'm like, well, he's still Anakin. He's young and can do that. So it's just because yeah. when you think of the Vader, you, you, we originally see is kind of like burr, 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 and he's like yeah. kind of robotic, and you're like, oh yeah, I mean, he's a human too, kind of not really, but yeah. Go back to how I. Cool. I it was cool. I just want to call I, again how I just called Boo Boo Count Dooku. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like geez. we need a t-shirt. That was awesome. <laughs> boo Boo. Hey Boo Boo. <laughs> hey Boo Boo. Oh, hey Boo Boo. Uh, hey Boo Boo. But no, that saber fight was like the epitome of Vader just, you know, like, I'm going to hit you with your, I'm going to take, come over, take your shoe off you. I'm going to hit you with it. Like he took her saber, popped it in two and said, here you go. Try again. Yeah. And then 30 seconds later, he said, nope, you don't get both. <laughs> like, yeah. Gosh. So good. Ezra Bridger had a better duel against Vader than this chick did. Yep. Little old Ezra Bridger. Absolutely. He didn't have a proper lightsaber. <laughs> Dalton, I want to hear more from you. What are you, what are some of your other thoughts? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm just trying to think because that lightsaber was cool. It just shows you like how badass Vader is. Of course, like he's facing someone that never got proper training, and but just to show you like how intense Vader can really be and how it's, he's just badass. Sorry if I can't say it on live, but <laughs> no, no, you're good. Okay. JJ swears all the time on live after he tells us we can't swear on live. <laughs> yeah, I don't tell you that. That's. It's just good practice, especially for the tube, because YouTube gets a little weird about stuff. But I don't know. It's not like we're anyway. You're good. Ass is acceptable. That's right. He's badass. I'm gonna keep saying it now. <laughs> you gave me permission, so that's right. And there, so, there's very few people that you 
he needs that description. Like you can't just say, "Oh, Vader's cool." Oh, yeah, it doesn't work. All right. So, all knowing JJ, who has made predictions that have come true, you know what? Like we can predict too. We just defer to you because you're <laughs> Star Wars nerd. What's gonna happen? How how are we ending this? We got one more episode. What's what are we wrapping up with? And I'm I'm hopeful there's a season two at this point. But how are we ending this? Man, what, I, what sayest oh, thou? God. I so here. Okay, let me back up a little bit before I get into this because I I'm a little confused. Because I feel like their predictions are correct that there will be a season two and that they did alter some of the end of this because it felt very clunky the way that they just left her alive at the end of this episode. Like, and then like, it was really learning from your mistakes, Fader. Yeah. And it was really irresponsible for me from a man that his sole purpose in life for 10 years is to protect vader's kids and keep them out of the know of anyone other than the people that are with him and him and then yoda so he just carelessly doesn't delete a message from bail organa blatantly saying that vader has children like i was just like delete the message like you don't need it anymore and so as soon as that message came through i was like oh well either vader can't find out because that doesn't make sense right but Reva's now going to be left alive so that she can find out. And that becomes a whole different problem because now there's no way we're getting an, ep- an uh, episode six without another Vader Obi-Wan duel. You can't. Yeah, didn't they show it? There's a picture of like, it looks like they're on this like, Tatooine almost with the sands of Tatooine. But I'm like, ah, could they get that close to Luke? I don't know where that's going to happen though. So therein lies my other issue is, why is he going to be on Tatooine without knowing about Luke? There's just too many. And that's my biggest fear. And so I I haven't made predictions because I'm really kind of confused about how they do this without dicking up canon. And if Cop they out. Must, Cop well, out. I'll, I'll, I'll give a prediction. I'll give an off-the-fly prediction. But I really have. I've been you so. You want to protect your sterling record over here. Make a prediction. Oh, You're no, going to be. Please, gonna... I've been wrong way before this he, he, here's my okay so now Reva's just angry she knows she can't keep up with Vader she can't do it and I don't think she I hope that they don't try to make her I want her to be full angry dark side ball of fury that she has been and if she so she finds out about the kids I, I hope she goes to kill Luke so that she can kill him and then tell Vader about it, right? Because that would be as much torture for him as losing to her in a fight personally. She knows she can't beat him. She just got shamed, like, ridiculously. So I I, I think for her to try to go and duel him again is a mistake. But I think her anger can lead her to go to Tatooine now and try to kill both of these kids in some way and hold that over Vader. So I don't know. I think that's my prediction for where she goes, but I do think that there's going to be another duel. And I think Reva survives. I think, I hope that Vader doesn't find out he's got kids because that's dumb. Why would he then leave them alone? At least Luke, right? Yeah. You're breaking canon at that point. That's not in canon. Here's what so, I want to happen. They're just going to have a flashback episode, episode six, of just awesome, cool things that they could have put in episode three, <laughs> and I will watch all of it. 
Sure. And I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. Like I, I would be okay if we got very little resolution, I would be okay here. Mm, here's what I would be okay with is if Vader isn't even in the damn thing, as much as that makes no sense, I would be okay if they say, yes, we're, if they confirm it on Tuesday night, we're doing a season two. That way I'm not angry when Vader's not in it and it's Vader's not there and it's Obi-Wan versus Reva. And he tries to save her, but then he ends up, she gets away or he kills her either way. I'm fine with that. But then have flashbacks of him trying, what would he have done? He uses flashbacks of how he possibly could have saved, notice things about Anakin that he could have done things differently and think, and then try to use that knowledge or those insights with Reva, right? And try to turn her and get her back to the light side. That would be cool as hell to me. Like, but we get a lot of flashbacks with Anakin and, you know, that same thing that we had in this episode, only more, and him learning lessons that he didn't learn while he was training Anakin. Because now she's awoken in him, like, look, as if he didn't already know, a lot of what's going on is your fault. And she threw it in his face. You failed him as a master. Therefore, he turned this way. So I would love to see that get turned on his head and he's trying to save her. I don't think that's how it's going to happen, but I would be okay if Vader wasn't even in it. But I don't think that's going to be the way it is. I, and I don't know if it's he runs. Vader just assumes that he's going to go to Tatooine because he knows Vader hates Tatooine and it's like a torturous thing. But I, I don't know. But I, I think what you'll see at the end is somehow Obi-Wan fakes his death if they're not going to have a season two because Vader has to believe that he's dead to not keep hunting him. And it's obvious by episode four that he's not hunting him anymore. He, he just is doing his thing and yeah. And obviously when they fight, I, I don't know because Vader's got to lose too, because he can't win and then have the statement in episode four of, you know, when we last, we met, I, you were, I was, but the learner and now I'm the master. Like you can't have that if you win, like, that's just not how this shit works. So I don't know. There's so many things. I would also love to see Obi-Wan just rake him over the coals and beat him because he's too cocky and he thinks, and he's starting to get his swagger back. So he beats Vader in some way and maybe Reva saves Vader. I don't know. There's so many ways this thing could end. And I just don't, yeah, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. I hope they leave him out of it. Like you were saying, because the way that this one ended perfectly lines up with that line in episode four. Yeah, even though it wasn't in saber combat, Obi Wan manhandled him in tactics, um, and played back with the uh, you know kind of the flashbacks and the saber duel. I was like, that worked for me. Yep. And I kind of feel a little bit bait and switched because I think that was what they were talking about when they were talking about the saber duels being like the prequels. Mm-hmm. Was that sequence there? Uh, yeah, because there were parts of it that almost mimicked. Yeah, the final fight in episode uh-huh. three, like there were some swinging flourishes and like some of that behind the back stuff that Anakin always did. And I was like, oh, oh, I got a little misty eyed. <laughs> it was beautiful. A little chubby. <laughs> yeah, that so, too. so I'm OK if they leave him out of it and I make it about too. Reva, like going and Obi-Wan having to stop her on tattooing. That would be cool. Flashback. Yeah. I'm just worried that they're going to go a little bit too far because in episode four luke is a total hick oh like, yeah. he doesn't have any of that excitement or adventure like his biggest goal in life is to get to the imperial academy 
<laughs> exactly. Uh, like or he, Tashi Station. Yeah. So <laughs> they've got like they're playing with fire a little bit by having all this go around. They haven't crossed that line yet. But if they kind of, <laughs> you know, if they start making money, are they going to start breaking the cannon type of thing? Yeah. Well, and I think if they do a season two, they're going to have to leave the twins out of it completely. I think you, I think you flirted with the twins being around it way too much. And so I think I wish they had left the twins out of it this season, if I'm being honest with you, but I understand that they went into it with the intention of not doing more than one season. And so I get why they did it because it would tie it all, but I would, man, I would love, they can't have the twins in it in the second season. They just can't. So. All right. Flashbacks. That's all I want. Yeah, they give me more some flashbacks. Give me more Anakin. That's all. Literally, that's all I'm here for. Vader's yeah. been cool, very cool, but I want to see more Skywalker. He looked good for a 45 year old Padawan. Yeah, dude. I liked that they didn't de-age him. Me too. I I appreciate that. Like I noticed that he looked older, but I was okay with it because it didn't look silly. Like I didn't look at it and go, "That's terrible CGI." Like it was just like, "Oh, he's older." But I need him to play this character, so I'm fine with him not de-aging him. So I, I appreciated that, as odd as that is. Give me a flashback of that one time. Remember in episode three, is like, Obi-Wan's like, oh, that, that business on Cantori or whatever doesn't mm-hmm. count. Just show me that shiz, man. Yeah. Let's see that and what you learned there. Like that, dude, you could make, you could do, I take a whole five seasons of flashbacks of this stuff. That's all I really want. I'm it's called you. the Clone Wars. Yeah, eight that's, seasons that's of it. fair. And it well, is on Disney could, Plus, man. And they could make that, but give me Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen and focus. They on look that. like them. I don't Animations. care. It's not, it's not them. It doesn't feel it's the same. When you know it. JJ. Oh, Wood. it kind of feels good. No, I I love Clone Wars, so I I'm the wrong tree to bark up on that one. I don't have a problem with Clone Wars. But I it's not thoroughly the same. enjoyed it, and I was perfectly fine with the voice actors that played them. Like it, they did a great job. All right, Dalton, you look like you're itching to say something, buddy. I want to hear it. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, because we always keep bringing up if like there's a season two, it's like the Star Wars fan of me wants a season two, right? Because we have Obi Wan, such a good character, and we want to see him like badass, like he was in the prequels and this Clone Wars, unlike how he's been this season. But like, like you guys said, like the, the, I fear there's a season two and it will ruin the story even more. So I'm just hoping like, if they do a season two, they do it right rather than just being a money grab and retconning a story. If they do a season two, what I would love to see, I think you guys even brought this up in one of your previous episodes, but I love it to be Obi-Wan's journey with Qui-Gon because some of the coolest episodes in Clone Wars was when Yoda had the, did that experience and he had to fight Dark Yoda or mm-hmm. in episode five when Luke had to face Darth Vader. You know, just I would love mm-hmm. to see if we're doing a season two, I would love to see Obi-Wan's journey on how he becomes how a force goes, I guess, basically. Yeah. I like that. I like what I just That's a great right point. There. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot you. about Qui-Gon. I was I'm saving that you. the whole 30 minutes. <laughs> no, <laughs> all in. Not on that Save one. the best for last. <laughs> it's going to get worse before it gets better. Uh, <laughs> you did it wrong, JJ. Goes I know. Yeah. It was it was purposeful. Back off me, Adam. No, I like that a lot. Um, Because I have that same fear with the season two. I think the other thing that I wouldn't mind seeing is not have Vader and not really tie it into this first season much, except maybe if Reva does survive, third sister being there um, and maybe. But I would more rather have Vader not be involved 
as far as the modern, like the in the day Vader, but flashbacks, I always want flashbacks because I can't get enough of that. But I think it'd be cool to see Obi-Wan become part of the path. I'd like to see him reconnect with Quinlan Voss now that they've set that up. There's also a number of, and I'm not going to go into it because we're getting high on time for our lives, but we can do like a separate episode, like a follow-up episode to the whole season (laughs) if you guys want, and I'll tell you all about it. But someone, people that speak that Star Wars language, that really blocky stuff, they had translated some of the stuff that was on the wall in the third episode. Um, So they know more (laughs) Jedi beyond Quinlan Voss that have been named on those walls. Now they haven't even started. I'm sure they're on it now translating the wall from this ep- most recent episode to see if there's more, but there's like seven different Jedi that are named that are either either in Canon currently, which I think is one, or there's like four or five that are from the legends universe. And so that have really, really cool stories. Um, so I'm really hopeful. I would love for them to start to use this as a way to expand the universe and have Obi-Wan be like a jumping point for bringing in some of these legends and, and really continuing some of these cool stories that they've been able to do. I just think, and as much as I love Obi-Wan Kenobi, and I think I would love to watch anything they put on here as far as how they did 12 seasons, I'd watch every one, but you can't do it with him with these established characters without bumping into canon and messing up storyline, unless you separate it from everything from except Obi-Wan, because we have all that other 10 years that he can be off doing other things besides just being on, on uh, Tatooine watching Luke. So I, I'm, but I Dalton, I'm that's, that's my new, I'm freaking posting everywhere for that deal. I hope that's, I hope we get nothing but him sitting in his cave, just flashbacks and talking to freaking Qui-Gon Jinn. That would be dope. I'd watch every instance of that, but nobody new wants to watch that. <laughs> it takes a nerd like us, to, well, like me anyway, to be just like, yeah, you don't have to I like do Qui-Gon. anything. So I love that shit. We just oh, got great hair. Yeah. I bet Liam Neeson would come back for it. Oh, I- for sure. I'm still not convinced we're not going to hear his voice at the end of this deal. Like I still am holding out hope that at the end of this next they episode that they we hear, not. they have to I in some it. way because they better not end it like that though. Oh, oh, that well, if, doing, if they're doing no, a season no, no, no. two, season exactly two is going to be coming out in September of 2024. Guaranteed. If they do a season two, it's happening. You, you mark my words. That will happen. If they're doing if, a season two. If they do a season two, you know who else I would love to see? Hmm. Mace Windu. I I think he's still alive, and I would love to see it. I just want Mace to get his own show. Like, how cool would that be? Like, where this show picks up and Mace Windu's laying on the ground in the freaking bottom of Coruscant and the underbelly of Coruscant, and he's, like, armless or handless and just kind of pissed. Dude, I'd watch that. I love the idea Where's of my mother effing hand at? Yeah. Mother effing Jedi. <laughs> and this time, give him like a some other weird color lightsaber that they have. Like, I don't know. But yeah, he, that would be dope. All right. Let's uh, give our final thoughts on episode five and then we'll wrap this bugger up. Uh, Dalton, we'll let you go first, man. What are your final thoughts on episode five? Uh, I think it was a good episode overall. I can't wait to see the season finale. I 
the third sister, I I know we have our theories. I think she's dead. I think Obi Wan's gonna do whatever she he can to protect Luke because I think that's just his overall goal. So I think Obi Wan's Merkin third sister. That's that's my uh, prediction and thought there. We got the spit take from Alec. I love it. That was well done, dog. And I, and I'm with you, dude. I I uh my. I, it's part of my summary real quick while we let Alec uh, recuperate because I think I would love to see Obi-Wan murk the third sister. Like, I think that would be an appropriate way for that to go for him to try and talk her through it. And then she just won't let it go. And in order to save mm-hmm. Luke just takes her down. I think that'd be great. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited for what comes in episode six. I, I'm, I wish there were more. I wish we had more flashbacks i wish every episode to be honest with you after the first two had had a flashback that walked us through the episode like this one did because i think that was masterful writing i I think the way that they use that to mirror what was going on and the knowledge of of each other i thought that was beautifully done uh it was great to see anakin on screen and i it just hayden christensen back he sounded the same Looked a little older, but damn, that dude has been practicing the lightsaber skills for 14 years because, man, he it looked great. So that's cool. All right, Matson. Look, one word. Let me spell it out for you. F-L-A-S-H-B-A-C-K. <laughs> Flashback. I had to look it up if that was one or two words. It is one word according to the Webster's Dictionary. Mm-hmm. So just so you know. Give me more. I want to see Hayden Christensen. The man still has been on the screen a little amount of time, but when he was, episode five carried the day. Because why? Skywalker himself showed up. Now, not Luke, whiny little Luke. We're talking about (laughs) the original walker in the sky, Anakin himself. I want to see more of it. I want more. And I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that we get another scene where I get to see more of the OG Shown me his stuff. That's what I want to see. I honestly don't care about some of these other things. Third Sisters has been kind of meh. The storyline is okay. I want to see more of that. That's what I wanted to see in the first place. Once they said Hayden Christensen was coming back, that's what got me back on the show, and I want to see it again. So give me more. For sure. All right, Alec, bring us home. Give us your final thoughts. It's still my least favorite and my favorite. <laughs> um I mean, I really enjoy the overall story. I am concerned that they have a lot that they ended episode five with. And there's at least just one more episode that we for sure know of is happening um, where they'd have to tie up a lot of things that are kind of flying around. Um, So I'm I'm pretty sure there's going to be more might not be a season two, but something else is going to come to finish it off type of a thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, the stuff that I liked, I really liked and was done well. And the stuff that I didn't like, I was sitting there going, are you kidding me? Are you, what? Um, so most of it stems from third sister. Um, but I, I don't blame Moses Ingram. I blame Disney. Sure. Um, I blame the mouse who took a, a new and upcoming actress and shoved her in a very popular TV show where most of her scenes are with a child actor um, and didn't let her really kind of grow and develop. Cause when I like her, it's with she, someone else. When someone else is sharing the screen, she's great. Yeah. Um, when she's acting, when she's not yeah. being like a villain, she's actually doing some acting. She's great because Moses Ingram is amazing. Yeah. Um, and so I blame Disney for that, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch anything that has Obi-Wan Kenobi in it. Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> on it. Obi-Wan Kenobi in the background in Tatooine. 
Um, I'll watch it all. So I'm excited for it, but I am kind of like, eh, do do something else. I want them to do something else, like the High Republic, or go back to, um, you know, Old Republic stuff, and kind of get out of this Skywalker timeline, because all of our Star Wars content is one family messing up the entire galaxy. Boy, how like, get somebody else out there. Yeah, Skywalkers, fair. man. Um, so I would love to see Disney, now that they have the rights, move that direction. Give me some other stuff that doesn't have to deal with what we already know. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, there it is. Um, Dalton, tell everybody where they can find you typically. And thanks for joining us, my friend. Yeah, of course. Always good to be on here. Uh, if they want to find me, I'm primarily on TikTok. I'm once again, going back to where I'm not posting, but I'm going to go right back into that, going back to my fun finishes that I've asked people to give me suggestions on. But I'll be at Dalton W. Bieber on TikTok. So that's D-A-L-T-O-N-W-B-E-B-E-R. That's Bieber without the I. <laughs> Love it. Have you ever done a Star Wars one? No, this is my – I've only done Marvel stuff with you guys. I came on for Moon Knight and Doctor Strange. This is my first Star Wars, so. No, for sure, but have you ever done one of your uh, – Oh, the oh, you're talking about my call-outs. Yeah, your call-outs. Have you ever done a Star Wars? Yeah, I have one Star Wars one where I'm, like, pretending I'm in, like, the Jedi Temple. So it's like I do a thing where it's all like, if you want more time, go see the Jedi Council and all that. So <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'll have to check that one out. Matt, so tell everybody where they can find us. Well – we are also on TikTok. Not sure if we're as cool, but we're getting there. Alec has sufficiently roasted me quite often this particular week. Uh, You're welcome. Week, maybe it'll be JJ. Maybe it'll be Dalton. You never know. We are uh, very active on there. It's been fun. Uh, check us out on our social media, other channels like Instagram and Facebook just to know what's upcoming. Um, and then our website. Um, just to kind of check out what's in the future as well. We're excited to have a website revamp here in a couple of months. We're working on that as well. Uh, we recently changed everything over to uh, What's Our Verdict Reviews, where you can find anything underneath What's Our Verdict Reviews wherever good podcasts can be found, uh, as well as our, our YouTube channel. So check us out. We're excited and good deal. Sweet. Thanks, Madsen. As always, we appreciate it. Uh, I did want to give a quick shout out real quick. I just got to pull it up. Um, just something that those of you, as you've listened and continue to listen and tune in lives and things like that, we appreciate it and show that my commitment earlier was not, uh, in vain. We did receive, and don't mind my dog in the background. She wants out of here. Oh, I uh, thought that was Manson. <laughs> could be. Um, yeah, we, we had a request come through. I'm not going to tell you the movie. We're going to keep that a surprise, but thanks Charles. Appreciate you emailing us. You, if you oh, I know. This. <laughs> yeah. Charles, we've had a good time texting about this one. So I yeah. don't know if we should be thanking you, but. <laughs> I, I'm i sure we, yeah. I As Charles said, some of our best episodes are the really, really rough movies to list, to watch and, and talk about. So we'll see how do this goes. for the common folk. We do it for the fans. That's right. So just like with Charles, again, thanks, man, for, for emailing us. You can email us at host at what's our verdict.com. Let us know what you want us to watch. Uh, and review and we're happy to do that we will add it to the list um so with that we as always we do appreciate you tuning in we'll catch you on the next one bye cinemagic out